0: I met these two people uh, on Reddit, uh, funny enough, and um, we actually implemented um, their paywall on our website just as like a, a beta test and it worked out pretty well. But uh, uh, why don't you guys just introduce yourselves and um, kind of, uh, yeah, you guys can take it away from here.
1: Cool, yeah, sounds good. Um, yeah, so we are super pumped to be here. Hello, everybody in LA. As you can tell, well, we're not from LA, we're from the UK. Um, But yeah, so we are Satoshis, and we are a Lightning startup that is a funding model for the web. And what we do is we combine ads and micropayments. But just, I guess, before we get into that, we'll just give you a quick, like, who we are. Um, You can start Julie.
2: Yeah, sure. So I'm Chris. Um, I studied computer science, and uh, I got into Bitcoin because I worked for a blockchain company. And uh, I just found out a bit more about Bitcoin and Lightning and just got really into it. But, and I've been kind of playing around with Lightning ever since.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'm Ruby. Um, so I studied journalism and drama at university. And then right after, went traveling around Canada for a few years and started a blog whilst I was there. Um, Bitcoin is kind of brand new to me just kind of since the start of the year, since we started our idea and Bitcoin was the best thing for it. Um, so, yeah, so I guess we met in Montreal at the start of this year and kind of put our heads together over problems that we identified on the Internet. Um, and yes, yeah, Satoshis was born. So I'm going to actually turn off my camera and share my screen so you can see our presentation. Basically, we're a funding model for the web and we are kind of like a unique twist on a paywall. Um, so just before I get into it, we'll just kind of give you a bit of background on why we do what we do. Um, So, yeah, so kind of the broken web was one of the things that we were mulling over together. Um, So kind of the content on the web has, that we access, has been funded by advertising almost since the start of the internet, uh, which is great because it meant that users could access content for free whilst the creator behind it still made money. Um, But since the increase in ad blockers, um, and don't get me wrong, like, (laughs) we don't hate ad blocker I honestly think AdBlocker was absolutely necessary for toning down ads. You know, they were horrible, like videos and pop ups everywhere. Um, so, AdBlocker bo- ad definitely has improved advertising as a result. Um, however, the increase in AdBlockers has meant a huge loss in revenue for publishers, um, almost up to 50%, depending on the genre, especially wow. with technical users being the highest mm-hmm. amount of people using them. Um, and even larger publications like newspapers and magazines have struggled to cope with the loss in revenue. Uh, and now I'm sure you know, like a lot of big newspapers have disappeared behind subscription only paywalls. Um, like I'm sure you've all experienced it at some point when you've tried to access something online, like I've got here, the Wall Street Journal. Uh, and all you wanna do is one read one article, but unless you subscribe for a whole month, you can't go any further. Um, And obviously it's completely unfeasible to be subscribed to every single newspaper that we want. Um, But we believe that it is important to be able to access lots of different sources of information. Um, So if we can't effectively monetize through ads or don't want to be bombarded with subscriptions everywhere, we thought, okay, well, we need a better solution. Um, Yeah, so that leads us on to our solution. Um, So what you can see here on the left is what a Satoshis paywall looks like. Um, So yeah, we offer free access through ads, or if you want, instead you can choose to pay in micropayments. Um, And the beauty behind it is whatever they choose, the creator behind it still makes money. Um, And what is so unique about Satoshis is that we call it a minimal friction paywall because we still include that free access to reach the content. Um, So I'll speak a bit more about the ad side of it later, but for now, I'll just kind of talk you through the micropayments. Um, So a lot of people ask us why we use Lightning. I mean, I'm sure you guys know why, but most people, they think, why would you use Lightning when it's so complicated and you could use traditional payment methods like credit cards and PayPal for micropayments. Um, But the problem with these are the high transaction fees. Um, So, like, you can't make a one-cent transaction fee using normal, like, PayPal or something like that. Um, A solution to this would be to aggregate a user's spend and bill them at the end of the month or whenever they've reached a certain threshold to make it feasible. Um, The problem with this, as we see it, is that to do that, you would need to track the user's browsing history So obviously that would be terrible for privacy and it also defeats our entire ethos. Um, So yes, the Lightning Network lets us do micropayments without tracking uh, because of its tiny transaction fees. It also offers more privacy because a user with their own Lightning node could pay a content creator who has their own Lightning node and they could do this privately. So we don't actually have to sit in the middle making it the most decentralized solution. Um, yeah, so I guess you could say, well, if micropayments are so great, why aren't we already using them everywhere? Um, that leads us on to decision fatigue. So one of the primary disadvantages to micropayments is yeah, decision fatigue. So making purchasing decisions always has a cognitive cost attached and constantly deciding to make one cent transactions or something around that would be just simply annoying and bad UX. Um, So to counter this, we've created the Satoshi Streamline extension, which is what we've screenshotted here. Um, So that can auto pay sites to remove the decision-making element and make micropayments a smoother experience than even viewing ads. Um, So obviously, we wanted to make sure that users still have control over their spending. So the way that the extension works is that users can go to a site and can add the site to their allow list and then you could set a max spend per day and you could customize it to how you like um so we also hope that this will improve the quality of content on the web perhaps so we can move away from clickbait because a user would only add a site with good content to their allow list and we would assume that to get visitors back you would want to be on people's allow list um yeah so so that's kind of the micro payments side of things, and how we overcome decision fatigue. Um, and now I'll explain why we choose to actually continue using ads as part of our approach. Um, so the ads are there to continue to provide a free option for users. Um, so people who cannot or just don't want to pay for stuff yet. Um, we also like to think of it as like a stepping stone. So many users, if they were to meet a lightning network paywall for the first time, they might just immediately click away because obviously they have no idea what it is. Um, I've also obviously seen people trying to scan it with a a regular barcode scanner. Um, So the ads would mean that they can still gain immediate access and then they could have more opportunity to come around to the idea and get on board with, coming on board with a lightning paywall um, if they were to meet it again in the future. And what's also different about our ads is that they all include captures so that this helps to deter bots as well and reduce ad fraud. Um, Yeah, so Satoshi's roadmap. So where we're up to right now, basically we are currently all still custodial, um, but we do plan to open source both the paywall and the browser extension. Uh, Right now it is just a browser extension, but we are going to turn it into an app. Um, And then we plan on letting content creators and users connect their own Lightning nodes on both the paywall and the extension uh, just to provide as decentralized a solution as possible. Um, So that is kind of the roadmap, the long game. But right now, our main focus is on just signing up as many content creators as we can, like newspapers, blogs, podcasts, whatever a creator would like to start making money from. That is what they can use the paywall for um so yeah so actually what we're going to do is just a really quick live demo um of how to create a satoshis paywall just so you can kind of have an idea of how it works and how easy it is um so can you all see that yep okay perfect yeah so this is just like really simple html um that i've We've just made so that you can kind of see how it works. So, I've left here what you, I've split it up so that you can have a content preview, and then this is what I'm going to put behind the paywall. Um, obviously, it depends on what you are paywalling it, whether or not you would have a preview. But for a lot of things like blog posts and stuff like that, having a preview is great for getting users on board. Um, so yeah. So right now, if I was to look at it, this is what it would look like um and now i'm going to show you how to paywall it so this is the satoshis paywall this is on the satoshis website just at the top um you can actually only see this if you've signed up and logged in which here we have so if you'd come on, you can pick paywall and this is where you would create so the number of ads that you would want you would want a user to view totally up to the publisher's discretion obviously the more ads that you include the more money you can make but you can decide how much friction you wanna create with somebody visiting your page. Um, so like, I don't know, I'm gonna put two for today cause that's not too many. And um, The cost in Satoshis, again, it's totally up to you how much you wanna charge, like less money, less friction, but you can value it whatever you like. So I don't know, let's say we're gonna charge 500. And then what would you do here is you would paste into this box whatever you want hidden behind the paywall. So, this bit, I'm gonna leave my content preview alone and then I'm just gonna cut this, including actually all the ppads and everything. And let's copy and paste it back in. Boom, I'm gonna it save it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so this is actually super zoomed in, which is why it looks a bit strange. Uh, but yeah, so that's basically how easy it is to create a paywall. And that's how you would do it. So then you user choose to view ads to continue, or they could choose to pay to go through. Um, obviously, this looks very, like, bare. That's because we don't add any styling effects to the paywall. That just means that whoever's behind it can either customize it to whatever they want it to look like, or it actually just picks up the default stylings of your site, so it'll just pick up whatever CSS you've included. Um, so I'm not actually gonna pay to go through it right now, but this is what it would look like. So there's your um, QR code, um, which obviously for you guys, like you know how to scan that, but we're hoping that this can be something that a lot of non-crypto users can come on board with. Um, so as you can see here, we have a little link to the Satoshi Streamline. So that actually acts like as a user wallet, and also obviously auto pays sites as you go. Um, so even if you guys wanted to do it, oh, it's gone. Um, I paid it. I paid um, it. Somebody pay it. Okay, we're in. Um, so yeah, so that's uh, essentially how it works. It's pretty simple. Um, I'm just going to head back into here. Um can you see that? Yep. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it, just to kind of conclude with you. Um so like I mean, fairly and appropriately monetizing online content has been something that's been a challenge for a long time. Other people have been trying to solve it too. Um, we think that the Lightning Network is the most efficient and decentralized solution. Um so yeah, and it could solve this problem of monetizing online content whilst encouraging more mainstream and widespread use of Bitcoin. Um, and after all, like Bitcoin was supposed to be about peer-to-peer electronic cash and more than just, you know, sitting and hobbling. Um, so yeah, we're hoping that these things can come together and really complement each other. Um. So yeah, so... That's pretty much it from us. We just wanted to say thank you so much. Um, this is our contact info. If anybody wanted to get in touch, like we'll do a Q&A in a sec, but if anybody wanted to get in touch because they were thinking of like adding a paywall to anything or they wanted to just give us some private feedback, we would be over the moon with that. Um, we also do have some like additional perks for beta testers. So if anybody did want to come on board with the paywall right now, you would get those perks. Again, we can chat with you about that privately. Um, and yeah, our Twitter is pretty new. We do need to start posting anymore, But if you would like to follow us on Twitter, that is us. Um. So yeah, I'm just gonna go back on so you can see us. So we can do a little Q and A. Cool. Hello, are we back?
0: Yeah. Oh, that was pretty interesting. So um, I'm curious. You mentioned that at, at some point in your roadmap, you want other people to host basically Satoshi's for their own websites, right? Um, so, uh,
2: so, so right now it's kind of like custodial. So if you go through the paywall, you're hitting our lightning node, but the kind of end goal would be if you kind of run your own nodes and users run their own node and they pay for content and we don't really sit in the middle, Mm -hmm. obviously if you're new and you don't know anything about Bitcoin, we're happy to help you.
0: Yeah. Um, so I guess with that being said, like what would be kind of your business model then, um, if you hope that other people run your software and it's open source. Yeah.
2: So I guess we have the dual option of ads and um, micro payments. So even if people run their own nodes, you know they still like to have the ad option. so that's kind of our business model on that side. Mm-hmm. And we think to get people to that you know goal where they're running their own load it's kind of still a bit far out. so I think in the meantime we're, we're still kind of like mm-hmm. you know happy to to help and take a small up.
1: Yeah, there'll always be some, some people that will choose the more simple service, so we can be there for those people, but we actually encourage people to to
2: do it themselves yeah. so so kind of like our you know like we feel like custodial it's easy but you should do it yourself but if you don't want to do that it's fine to have the option
0: cool yeah it's interesting because i've seen um some paywall lightning paywall sites where it's just lightning invoices or other mm-hmm. way uh, other paywall sites where you have to log in and it's paid subscription um, but are, I haven't seen one where you get to choose between the two and I thought that was kind of an interesting dynamic. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we, yeah. Have, we hope that's kind of like a stepping stone for people really. Um, so maybe after you've seen enough ads, you're like, you know what, I'll just speed it up. I'll, I'll get mm-hmm. um, a, a quick lightning wallet and auto pay everything. And you can imagine browsing around the web and it's just auto paying and you, you don't have to see ads. You don't have to mm-hmm. see pay and Maybe at the end of the year, you've only spent a few dollars, you know, so you're like, why not?
1: Yeah. And yeah, we are kind of actively trying to move away from being another you know, subscription service. And there's a lot of people that already do that model. So yep. this is something a bit different because there are, there's so many subscriptions now. And at what point does it get too much?
0: Yeah, so- if, uh, Would, Could you maybe- Go ahead. Talk
3: a little bit about how your Satoshi Streamline plugin works, because that I think is a really interesting component of this project that it would allow people to sort of selectively pick domains, I assume, to kind of
2: auto pay in some way. Mm-hmm. Can you talk yeah. a little about how that works? Yeah, so um, it's not super complicated. It's just as a user, when you're presented with a paywall, you can have like a view ad or you can have pay, but if you have the streamlined plugin, you can choose to kind of add it to your auto pay list. So then we we put the domain in your list and you've got you can set like um a, a max, so you can say I'm happy to auto pay up to like a thousand or two thousand sats a day. So when you go on that specific domain with a with a paywall, it will kind of auto pay, so you don't need to see or decide anything. Mm-hmm.
3: And then it's, are this are the is there
2: like a little wallet in that plugin, or that's still going through your hosted site at the moment? Yeah, so right now it's kind of like all going for our node. But the idea is that it would kind of like plug into your own yeah. lightning node and yeah. Um but obviously that's a bit further down the line uh very yeah also vision yeah. very cool yeah mm-hmm. I think that's really a, a neat any neat, neat model yeah um, i guess there's a question about brave I can see so um i guess we we get that a lot people ask us you know how are you different from brave or coil um well i guess we haven't built a whole kind of browser and a whole kind of like ico thing we're just It's pretty simple in a sense. Uh, We just use Bitcoin and Lightning and it works now. So if you want to, you know, like use it now, go for it. Um, Brave does this thing where I think it's kind of like showing you ads if you're browsing around and it apparently kind of like collects your user data and and shows you ads in an anonymous way. So I guess you kind of need to make sure they're doing that properly. And they do this thing where they're kind of sharing out the the tokens with uh, advertisers and publishers. It's all a bit, um, I guess it's, kind of complicated. Um and here I think for us you can set your own like price as a publisher. So with Brave they're like, oh if you read we'll pay you per minute that the user's reading. Mm-hmm. So for here, you know, as a publisher you can choose how much you want to pay all stuff. Um,
3: yeah. I had like a technical question. Like yeah. Prefer. One, how does it actually work? Because I uh, looked at the page and it looks like the content is, is
2: encrypted. So what actually happens is somebody yeah, to into the system. Yep, we add else. That so so we don't host okay. the content. Uh, so basically, um, what happens when you create a paywall is you, you paste the content in, and we it just generates a unique key which it encrypts the content with, and then it encrypts the key with our public key. Right. So all that happens is. Uh, we send that encrypted key over to us and if you pay or view an ad, we send back that key decrypted so you can unlock the content. So whenever hosting anything, right. uh, you just get a small kind of like message going through.
3: Okay, so I would give you my content and you give me back the encrypted content
2: and I serve yeah. the encrypted content. Yeah, and, and, and that pro- that process can happen kind of like all offline on your end. So, you know, all it's doing is, is doing encryption. But, um, yeah, so I guess... We, we might make an API for that or if you know if you've got content that you don't you're scared we will see you can do it yourself mm-hmm.
3: uh, oh yeah it'd be interesting like like a WordPress plugin or something where yep the plugin would send that stuff to you to get encrypted and then serve that uh, mm-hmm.
1: okay. things like um, WordPress plugins and ways to make it work with specific sites is something that we're working on it's just. A little bit down
0: the road yet. Yeah, because I I think that's one of the biggest things uh, for our website. We do like GitHub pull requests and and and, uh, we have to like bend the uh, we have to write the HTML ourselves. Um, It would if you could just if there was like a WordPress plugin or a Squarespace plugin um, for us to just for people who aren't technical to just write their blog and be like I'm gonna write this, plug this in, boom, and now it's a paywall. You know, I think that would be super killer.
2: I started looking at a WordPress plugin and haven't done PHP in a while. So <laughs> I kind of didn't get around to it. But yeah, no, it's definitely on our roadmap. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yeah. As is just to kind of ask you guys a question, uh, from like a user end. Um, so obviously like we have the Satoshi Streamline autopay feature. Would you as a user prefer to have a browser extension or an app to do that?
0: Can you define what you mean by app? Like when you say app, I think of like phone app, a smartphone app. Yeah. Yeah, just just
1: like that, really. I would prefer a browser extension
3: because I would probably be browsing on, well, actually, I guess it depends. If if I'm on my Mm. uh, Linux PC, I would want a a browser extension. And if I'm on my phone, I guess I'd want an app. Okay.
2: Yeah. I guess because you used to be able to extend, uh, install extensions on your, like, if you had Firefox on your phone, but I think it's kind of a bit more locked down now, so it's a bit annoying. But yeah, I think maybe, yeah, an app. What,
0: what you guys should um, do is look at uh, basic basically trends on um, where blogs, where people are reading the blogs. Is it on their phones or on their computers or web browsers? And then that'll yeah. kind of give you a clue as to, like, which side you can prioritize first.
1: Yeah, well, I think that's why we've kind of gone the extension route, because right now our main kind of users are, like, crypto blogs and, like, tech blogs. Like, that's that's what we're working, like, aiming to work with at this stage. And then further down the line, yes, we'll be reaching out into other genres, and we kind of feel like once you move into those areas, it will be more, like, um you know, like people who probably would prefer apps rather than browser extensions, and yeah.
3: Uh, I think there might be some more security also in an app, like, because I assume if you do a plugin, it's gonna be like a JavaScript thing. Well, if you do an app, you can maybe do a little, a little nicer kind of full wallet implementation. Does that
2: make sense too? Yeah. Yeah, for the extension, we kind of need to do a few things which are not amazing for the UX just because you know you can imagine a site trying to spam like loads of payments for like an incorrect domain or something so you need to make sure the users like yes this is the right domain and they need to check the confirm box and look at the site on so I think maybe an app would be a better UX but the browser extension would, would just kind of simplest to start with.
3: Would the app then I guess interface to the browser in the same way in other words that you would I don't know pop something mm-hmm. up? Or auto, do you still have the, would it still be able to have the auto-pay feature, I guess, is what I
2: would asking Yeah, um, I guess maybe, because I was thinking you're browsing with your sort of browser app and it kind of calls off like this intent, but I guess the problem is if you're on a, on a certain domain, we need to make sure that you're calling for the right domain. Like, you know, what, what happens if you're trying to auto-pay and you're just trying to, you know, do like a thousand of them, and mm-hmm. so we need to think about that.
0: If I pay for oh go for it,
3: keep going. No, I was going to say I do. I use some apps that are like password managers that are actually yep. separate apps, either desktop or mobile. Okay. Um, but then they tie into the entire entire browser. I think through a plugin. So it's like a plugin in the browser that talks to the app. So it's a smaller uh, plugin. Yeah, and maybe something like that would be a, a good approach too. Okay, yeah. it's a similar problem to password manager versus what you're doing in terms of yeah exactly. You know, um, yeah, yeah, interesting.
0: If I pay to uh, to look at an article, um, how long does that last in perpetuity? Like if I come back the next day, is it still available do I have to pay again?
2: Yeah, so, so right now, like your key gets stored in a cookie for forever, I guess, until you, you clear your cookies. But um, a lot of people ask us, you know, can I make it time-limited or some, like a feature like that? Maybe, um, right now we've kind of kept it simple. If you unlocked an article, then you have, you have it forever, unless you delete your cookies, um, so, uh, depends. Yeah. you know, some people, I guess, delete their cookies every time they close their browser. <laughs> uh, but we, we, we could probably do, like, a way for you to kind of save
0: those yeah. if you wanted. And, like, if I were to watch an ad, is there a way for me, as someone who's paying for the ad, like, I paid for you to show my advertisement, is there a way for mm-hmm. me to keep track of, like, conversions? Like, clicked, they clicked to view the ad, they clicked on the ad to come to my website.
2: Yeah, so so when we show you the ad, we also kind of like track if somebody clicked on it, right? So so we'll know somebody clicked on it. Um that's like a sort of JSON call that gets sent if they click on it. Um Yep, so so you, you will be able to know on the ad side if somebody viewed it and somebody kind of clicked on it and you it was a conversion. Unless they've blocked JavaScript or something.
0: Got it, got it. Very cool. Mm-hmm.
1: And we have um, captures for all the ads. And I think the plan is to let the advertiser choose their capture as well.
3: Got it. Is the idea then you would sort of plug into those larger ad
2: networks to get your ad content that you're serving? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you would run the ad network? So for now, I'm not really sure, but we think probably partnering up with an ad exchange would be useful. Mm-hmm. I guess because our ads are a bit. Captures so you know you have like an ad of a shoe, and there has to be like a specific question about that ad to make sure it's not going okay. kind to of go
0: great. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, who are kind of like your early users? Uh, and have you guys how's like traction been looking like for you guys?
2: Uh, so right now it's mainly just kind of people interested in Bitcoin, so yeah. Like, um, listed like you know once or twice on, on Reddit yeah. and Hacking News, so really just people in Bitcoin and crypto really, um, yeah. so we have a few users but we're trying to kind of get more, that's our primary focus.
1: Yeah, and in terms of like when people are going through the paywalls, I think maybe our data uh, is a bit skewed because it looks like most people pay rather than view ads, but I think that's because the people looking at these at the moment are all into Bitcoin so they're all like, oh yeah, QR code. Whereas, obviously, if there was non-crypto users, I guess those people viewing ads would go way up, so...
0: Yeah, they wouldn't even know how to use Lightning, so, yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, a related term, and a
3: related uh, uh, subject, like, what kind of trends have you seen, or do you think something will change, or are normal people using Lightning, or, you know, what what needs to happen there?
2: I I think it's too early because we we put it on just on, like, uh, you know, like, the Lightning subreddit on, on Reddit and um, Bitcoin, and, like, I would say, like, probably, like, about half of people are actually choosing to pay, and then quite a few actually go through, which is, to us, is kind of surprising and good, like, in a good way.
1: But that's because most people are already into yeah. crypto. So, But that's why we have, like, the browser extension. I mean, also, you know, even for, like, people who are already into Bitcoin and have their own wallets, we would hope that once, you know, a few websites with satoshi's paywalls it would make sense for you to also use the extension just for that like seamless experience but for non-crypto users it's the auto auto pay feature and it also doubles as a wallet um and we're hoping that we can get some kind of integration so you can convert like straight from fiat into like into like into satoshis so we're hoping that that will just make it so much easier for non-crypto users to come on board because yeah. if they just want to cut out all the bitcoin there bit, well they basically can just by getting the extension
0: cool did anybody else mm-hmm. have any other questions
3: um how, how, yeah. sorry how much can, uh, granularity and like control are um is anybody going to have over the ads that are served because the ads that are served for um uh, for the bit devs one uh, that we have up on our, it's super minimal. Like it's, I yep. expect it to be much more annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was super um, simple. Um, I was, when you say ads, I'm like, I'm thinking, oh, I got to sit through a 30 second video ad or right. something like.
2: Yeah. I, f- I think because our ads have like captures, so maybe I see that as like a positive for an advertiser because you can't really ad block them or, and you, you kind of like, I guess you can trust that they're, less likely to be bots uh and yeah like a lot of people ask us can I plug in my own ads and I think that's something like a feature mm-hmm. which would, you know like be a good selling point for us is that as a publisher you can like be like oh actually do you know what? I want to show these ads and I don't want my my users to see just random kind of ads about malware or weird stuff yeah so it's definitely like something we want to work on
1: and obviously like yeah we're not showing like garish video ads or anything like that, but it's completely up to whoever makes the paywall. They could, like, you know, if they wanted to charge like 10,000 sats to get in, maybe they'll make you see 20 ads rather than one, which would be okay. just as annoying as well. Yeah. yeah.
3: It's very cool. It's a really, really interesting project. I think uh, mm-hmm. it would definitely be an improvement to the internet and to uh, a great use case for Lightning. That's really yeah. One really, for
1: really, really really just like, really trying, really, like really, trying really, try really trying to give people more choice as to how they do it because everybody's very split over whether or not we should even be paying or whether or not we should have to view ads. So that's the whole. Thing. Um. It's, yeah. The so, has blog or anything that they want to monetize or if they just know somebody who does and you think here's a way to make money um because we're hoping it will be well it will be a higher payout than just displaying ads um and one of the hopes is that like you know if people are just paying for your content directly well your blog or whatever it is doesn't have to be focused around like selling an affiliate or whatever it is it can just be about the content because they've paid for it already you said
3: that you are going to be working on APIs because I'm thinking even if you don't have specific plugins to you know platforms you know just maybe having some API that somebody could
2: yeah. could call you know make their own plugins basically for yeah uh, that's definitely uh, something we want to do kind of like just to kind of like open it up to everyone mm-hmm. else and see where it goes yeah might would be a nice nice first step that's
3: cool a yeah, very cool project yeah, thank you
0: all right. Well, thank you guys so much for your time. That was uh, really interesting to hear about uh, lighting paywalls and like your vision and um, the, yeah, the industry that you guys are trying to disrupt.
1: <laughs> cool. Well, thank you so much for having us. Um, yeah, no, it's been great. Um, hopefully we will see all your faces again. Uh, I think we're going to let you go because it's like four o'clock in the morning. In the yeah. end. So we'll let you continue without us. <laughs>